Well, why are we sitting Matt. here yammering? Let's go. Let's go. Because that's what we do. We God. Jesus. Yeah, and then you're going to be all salty by the end of the podcast. Oh, I'm just no, so... Well, oh. If I'm salty, it's because I'm sweaty. Hey, welcome back to Not So Southern Gentlemen. I am Ricky. No, I'm Sean. Did, did we do a show last week? We, no? I'm losing track. How? No, we did, we did, did a show not that long ago, actually. It went up. Nice, nice. I lose track of things, man. Yeah. I, uh, time time has become irrelevant. I just go with the motion now. Well, Sean, it is a weird time. I think you can be forgiven for lo- losing track of what is going on. I mean, it's all crazy pants. Who, who knows? Anyway, so... I've got a confession to make. You you brought this up last week, yeah. and I've been thinking about it and thinking about it, and I'm I'm kind of on board. I think I'm going to drink the Kool Aid on rebooting seven, eight, and nine for Star Wars. And here's, but I have legitimate reasons. So there's a bunch of rumors flying around that Kathleen Kennedy's out, Favreau's coming in, he's bringing Dave Filoni. Mm. They're gonna mm. they're gonna mm. kick this puppy in the pants and mm. and get it moving Preach. again. Preach. And the more you think about it, now if you stop and back away from all the crazy pants rumor stuff, let's look at some logical sense to this. So, the 7, 8, 9, been in the theater, have made their money. Theater run. Now, Disney is banking on selling these Blu-rays, 4K discs, whatever's next, in perpetuity. These movies, okay. 789, aren't going to cut it. They've probably sold what they're going to sell. People have been upset. Half of the U.S. does not like them, except for the first one. It, well, whatever. The second two movies went poopski with the dollars. People are probably not going to rebuy and rebuy as new formats come up. It makes... Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, the original movies, I bought on VHS. I bought on DVD. Whenever they come out... Now, I, I stopped, but if, if they release the originals on Blu-ray, buying them again. That's the model. That's the way they've always made money on these. But, 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 but isn't it pretty much a moot point now that there's a streaming service? No, 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 sir. No, sir. These are Star Wars movies. These are... The uh, things people collect. These are what people buy. They want instant access. They want the... If they've got a problem, they want to run and grab their newest thing. And I understand that digital puts a little crinkle in it. But the resellability of 789 is not there. I'm telling no. you, it's not there. Somebody may rent it and, and do a, a, a film... Sack esque episode of it. I don't think you're buying digital and rewatching or going out and buying the next big thing. Your next 8K experience is not going to be Last Jedi or Return, whatever of Skywalker. But yep. now, if they go, you know what, guys, let's let's set these to the side. People are rediscovering the magic of, of Solo and Rogue One that more people are clamoring for. I, I've actually heard a lot of people talking about those movies again on the quality. And I I really like those movies. I, I like Solo. I'm a huge fan of Solo. I'm a huge fan of Rogue One. I, I think they're probably the best things that have come out if, if you take away Mandalorian. Yeah. 
Rogue One is number one. But look at this. Yeah. If they say, okay, we're going to give these legends, and I know this is unprecedented, and I'm sorry, everybody, but you've demanded better. We're going to be better. 7, 8, 9 are moving to Legends. We are doing the next trilogy again. Dave Filoni, John Favreau, make it happen. <sighs> they get box office numbers again. Mm-hmm. And then plus, yeah, if the movies still making money, if the movies are beloved, they get that resale. They get that new generation buying them and buying them and buying them. And I will give the the prequels that the the people that were children when the prequels came out fell in love with those movies and rebuy those movies just like we do with the originals. You know, regardless of how you do and don't like Jar Jar, be damned. Uh, the the original. The prequel movies have merit. Fight me. Yeah. But. Yeah, 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 yeah. Way more so. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I have to say, I, I think, I think this may pan out. Oh, that's right. You like that Kool-Aid? Well, it makes it sense. It makes logical sense. Day. It's it's dollar signs versus pride. Dollar signs is going to win every time, unless Disney there is some sort of sea change. <laughs> Dollar Disney's signs, like Nintendo. They they could literally take a dump in a box, market guaranteed, and you're going to buy it. Yeah, Nintendo's done that for sure. <laughs> well, I mean that that's that's their market plan now. <laughs> um, but you got any yeah, thoughts yeah. on that? No, I'm down. You know, I, I'm full on board. I, I know the rumor train is heavy, but th- this is the rumor I support. You know, there's there's been many things that, if you go back and think about it, that have been on the rumor train, and then it, it occurred, and then it became just news because it happened, and we went back, and I mean, there's there's so many things. I remember years ago and i mean i i can't tell you how many years but several years ago that i remember surfing around on reddit and i found somebody that was like when they cast doctors it better be benedict cumberbatch and they had done like this artwork and all this stuff hand drawn they're like this is what it would look like with benedict cumberbatch and everybody on reddit was like oh thumbs up thumbs up thumbs up you know like 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 crazy and you just wonder like Somewhere there's a kid with a notebook on a computer, and he was like, you know what? That was my Reddit post. I did that. I'm not saying stuff like that happens, but there's when, when rumors like this come out, there's there's a nugget of truth in there that can be built upon. And if, and if it sparks a fire and companies see, hey, do you see that rumor got out? And the Internet's got a hold of it, and they're going crazy about this. They like it. It's a good idea. Okay, sweet. Let's roll with it. Keep them on our side. Keep the money on your side. Who cares about pride of seven, eight, and nine, and Finn and what Ray and all? You know, whatever. They're they're okay, but there's not even. I don't know. Yeah, I'd... it's just different. I'm I'm on board with with a reboot. I'm totally on board. Move them to an alternate universe, an alternate storyline. You know, all, all of us that love comics, we, we should have no problem with this. There, there shouldn't be a backlash from it. We're, we're, we're seeing alternate 
timelines and universes and everything about to be popping up in our MCU like crazy. So I, I have no problem with this whatsoever. Let, do it. Go for it. Let the internet feed that fire. Do it. Um, so another rumory thing, and this isn't a rumor, but I'm going to start it. So I, I'm, I made nice. a joke about this to you a while back. Mm-hmm. This one makes a lot of sense to me, too. So, what if DC hedged their bets? What if they said, Flash television show, hey, Ezra, let's do a funny thing and have you appear on the Flash TV show, and he disappears, like he fades out, which, I mean, can be taken a lot of ways. What if... What if Grant Gustin just becomes the new movie Flash? Which is what everybody wanted. But, like, right now, right now, <laughs> Ezra Miller is in a ton of uh, a, a poopski. You know, he took a big poopski on himself. Yeah. It, it would be the perfect time to go, you know what, guys? Let's just listen to the fans. Grant Gustin is our movie Flash. Oh, my God. Ah! I know you're going crazy. I know you're going crazy thinking about that. And, and and it would be totally awesome and could happen. I think they need to... They don't need to just do it. They need to make a release and kind of clear the air about Ezra Miller. Because I think Ezra Miller's event occurred. He had his little oopsie. And then I honestly feel like there was this lull where they were like, let's see if they forget. <laughs> and then they they came back and they're like, Ezra Miller's Flash, you know, and all this Flashpoint and all that. And, and I've seen several articles that since this past week, even us talking, you know, about Flashpoint and all that storyline and Thomas Wayne and all the goodness of, you know, uh, you know, Michael Keaton and everybody that could be in that. It's still Ezra Miller's Flash, and I've seen articles that were like, "Hey, uh, that Ezra Miller's Flash thing, you you gonna address that yet? You know, you we we didn't forget, and and I believe you're right. Where this would be a good moment to be like, okay, it is Ezra Miller's Flash, but in the first ten minutes, you know, something's gonna happen, and bam, your your boy Grant." gets to gets to finish the show as you know the the new superhero the new member of the justice league and and i'm finally you know i'm totally on board with that uh mainly because i own justice league i really do and uh jackson jackson and i have watched it several times and i really think ezra miller's the weakest point of all that movie uh his flash does not seem flashy to me It, it it he I don't care for the way he plays the Flash at all. He he makes him seem unsure of himself and kind of goofy and mumbly, fumbly and stuff. Th- those things do not remind me of the Flash. Yeah, so here's the thing. I don't know. I mean... Ezra Miller, I, I I thought was fine. I mean, they have to do something different than what's on. T- like they can't just do Grant Gustin's performance and give it to Ezra Miller. I mean, they had to do something different. I think they painted themselves to a corner with having two flashes. 
and I I think they should have done the natural thing. They should have had Grant Gustin be Flash. I mean, that's just that's yeah. just my thought of it. Not that you I have anything. Not that I have anything against Ezra Miller before a video. Um, I, I thought he was fine. You know, him and um, Ben Affleck's on-screen chemistry was okay. I didn't have a problem with it. It didn't stand out to me. Um, but yeah, I, I would so love this. I, I think it would be the natural thing to do. It'd be a great step up for a guy who's been putting in the hours as the Flash. Uh, he's done. Grant Gustin's done a great job on that show, and it's getting a little long in the tooth. They're running out of ideas. They should just step him up. Yeah, just step him. Uh, give him the upgrade and cancel the show. Um, I did want to mention one more thing about some movies. Now, I did also talk about uh, Transformers having a studio series line of toys, which is generally based on the Bameverse movies. They've been doing a huge, an absolutely huge uh, version of Devastator for that movie that's been very popular and been a huge success for that line. Well, we got rumors that there would be 86 animated figures in the Studio Series line. Well, we talked about that last week or the week before. Guess what? Bunch of other stuff has popped up. (laughs) Uh, We got some listings from Walmart which showed Studio Series... um, Well, let me me actually pull the list because there are... There is some dissemination here. Um, So... There, there's a bit of crossover because Studio Series has... The movies have had the same characters that were in in the movie um, as that are in these listings. But, uh, let's see. There was a new one that popped up that said Transformers Hasbro uh, Studio Series Leader Class Slag and Daniel. In the Walmart.com. That's kind of uh, right on the nose. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how you get around that. I mean, there's like yeah. a... The listing shows uh, Generation Studio Series Jolt, which Jolt was a character in the movie, never in G1. But then there is a Studio Series Gnaw, which never appeared in a Bayverse movie. That's the G1 movie. Studio Series Dino, which was the Babe movie, not ever appearing in G1. A Studio Series Cup, which Cup never appeared. Uh, Jazz, which appeared in both. Blur, never appeared in a Bay movie. That's G1. Uh, Studio Series Bumblebee, so, which is possibly just the new Bumblebee movie, Bumblebee, which th- they may redo that because the first figure was based on... Uh, that movie actually changed uh, mid-stream, so the design for Bumblebee changed. The first toy that came out was based on the original design. And so was the Prime uh, for that movie, by the way. You'll notice that it is a bit different. So they think that this is going to be a new version of the Bumblebee movie that we got, Bumblebee. But yeah, they're do- they're definitely doing 86 animated movie studio series. We just haven't got any pictures of the figures yet besides the Cyclonus that was seen um, in some leaked photos. Nice. That's awesome. So, so they're mixing it up. Yeah, and I'm super excited. Uh, they Walmart has some big uh, announcement thing coming up. They've got a countdown for next 
Friday, I think, uh, either Thursday or Friday, uh, going to happen, and they've got like Hasbro and and uh, 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 a bunch of other toy uh, studios listed as nice. what things they're going to announce. Um, but one thing that was announced from Hasbro, John, did you see the new project at Hasbro Pulse that it launched this week? I have not. Well, if you are a Marvel fan, Hasbro announced they're doing a 26-inch posable Sentinel for the Marvel Legends line. The Marvel Legends line is the 6-inch, you know, highly articulated, but, you know... uh, uh, Yeah, they're nice. Yeah. They're really nice. Nice figures. $350. And uh, they need uh, they wanted what? they wanted six thousand backers. Sold out in three hours. That's, that's just, wow. So wow, they got six thousand backers. This thing is twenty six inches tall. the The previous version of Sentinel was uh, fifteen inches tall, I believe. Yeah. And so, uh, but now this is like a Kickstarter. So there are. Uh, unlockables. So a bunch of people started. I don't know if they did or not, but there was. I guarantee you, there's a bunch of people considering starting to put their old Sentinel on eBay to get pay for the new one. Well, they unlocked a stretch goal. <laughs> the stretch goal for the Sentinel was a new head. The new head was the Master Mold head, uh, which is of course the the bigger Sentinel. Uh, you know, that makes all the Sentinels. And I, the first thing I saw was somebody posting, abort, 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 <laughs> on selling their old figures. Because, of course, you w- now you want more of the old figures to go with the Master Mold. Yeah. And they, they also just announced today, they, they actually met the uh, Master Mold Stretch Gold, and uh, now a new one is a Damaged Hand and Damaged Face original uh, 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 head, as accessory added to that. And there's a third one, as of this point, has not been unlocked. So, if you want to see what that looks like, go to HasbroPulse.com. It's really cool. It's it's a cool-looking Sentinel. So, these are like the Sentinels straight out of uh, the New Mutants comics. That's awesome. I want one, but I don't want to have to pay for it. Uh, it's pretty cool, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing it. If I didn't do the Unicron, I'm not doing a Sentinel. Yeah. <laughs> um, but now... I did see another neat thing. Jurassic Park was number one at the box office a few weeks back. Well, right. Empire Strikes Back had its 40th anniversary, and guess what? Number one at the box office this week. Of course, of course. So right now, I mean, you, you have you have the Melba in Batesville that uh, does movies and stuff right now, right? Yes, absolutely. I went down and watched Empire at the Melba. Okay, okay, so... So is all this income coming from theaters like that, that are that are literally mom and pop, uh, privately owned theaters? Because you know nothing around here is open in, in my area. I don't have a theater like that. Yeah, so yeah, is, that, yeah. This is, is the, this don't get. Income? This isn't like multi million dot like right, Jurassic right, Park right, was right, number right. one at the theater with it had like two hundred thousand dollars. Right. <laughs> You know, I, I'm not expecting to see the billion-dollar mark crossed or nothing like that. I'm just saying that that's really cool that uh, 
there's still enough of those theaters around to, uh, you know, to provide for something like this. That's, that's really awesome. Yeah, I thought it, I thought it was awesome. Yeah, and to see that back on the big screen is is a joy. And it is oh, the it, it is, is the special edition. Yeah, um, I mean, don't get me wrong, but I think Empire was the least affected. Like, yeah. um, I, I think the scenes in Cloud City actually did improve with the like CGI windows and and and. Uh, 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 not landscapes. There's no land. I guess the uh, skyscapes <laughs> that they added yeah. to that movie. Um, right. No, I, I don't have a problem with uh, Empire or Return. I believe just the wonky stuff they did in the first one. Oh, oh, you have a problem with Return? I do. Yeah, it's got Hayden Christensen. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. I just blocked that out. Yeah, uh, trauma. It's so okay. it's okay. Now you the now the tables have turned because I've got some uh I've got some stuff in here that I didn't put in here. You're telling me Gus Fring, Mr. Darksaber himself, is looking like he's coming to the MCU? Okay, so I found this article uh right before the podcast and I was reading it. I was like, this sounds amazing. Uh so Giancarlo Esposito, uh Gus or uh what is he in Mandalorian? Uh Moff Gideon. Gideon. Yeah, Moff Gideon. Uh, it looks like he has been in talks with uh, Kevin Feige before, and they've tried to, you know, work something in. But he has uh, a certain character in mind, and you know, there. Anyway, this this article says, <clears throat> excuse me, he's been working with Kevin Feige on his wish list, and that makes me excited. And uh, you know, there's there's no real talk of characters till the very end. When the article itself suggests uh, Mr. Norman Osborn, which when I read that, I was like, oh, oh, no, that's a casting. He could be a very good Norman Osborn because I feel I feel Gus is a lot like Norman. They are a businessman first. They don't care what they have to do to make the dollar. They are a businessman first. And thinking about Gus is uh you know Norman Osborn that that would be a cast and I would love that I really would and you know we're we're coming up on Spider-Man 3 and I, I I'm feeling that need that we need a little Nor- Norman Osborn uh you know interaction here need a little goblin if that yeah need a little goblin dude wouldn't that be a great one like just think uh, when when I think of Norman Osborn uh Willem Dafoe is, is awesome in his take of Norman Osborn but for me I my favorite Norman Osborn is you know the the Spider-Man cartoons the uh, Spider-Man Unlimited and the one right before that with the same artist uh, I believe it's just called Spider-Man but it was like late '90s early 2000s that one uh, you know th- that Norman Osborn is very good I, I I like that one and if you took the that animated Norman Osborn and put him you know Gus's shoes. I'm I'm down for that. That would be very good. Yeah, uh, you know Norman. So he, here is my greatest regret about my Marvel fandom. I never got Spider-Man of the '60s and '70s. 
And what I mean is by the comic Spider-Man. I did not have the John, uh, John Romita, Steve Ditko, Spider-Man experience. I didn't have the strong, you know, the, the Gwen Stacy stuff and the, you know, the uh, uh, Goblin, the Kingpin, all that. The old stuff that people fell in love with and that Spider-Man was huge, you know, just absolutely huge. I mean, they were the biggest thing since sliced bread. I mean, you knew the Green Goblin. You knew that story happened. You knew the death of Gwen Stacy. You know all this. Never had an opportunity to read it as a comic book fan, as a young comic book fan. So it, it I don't have the impact of, of what the gravitas of those stories were. I only, you know, read you know, through Marvel profiles and that kind of thing. So I never really got a sense of Norman Osborn and Spider-Man's relationship or Harry and, and Spider-Man's relationship. All my Spider-Man knowledge and feelings come from later stories like the John Romita Jr. run, the Todd McFarlane run of Spider-Man. So he doesn't mean as much to me as like Sean or uh, other huge Spider-Man fans. Um, not yeah. to say that I don't love Spider-Man. I do. I absolutely do. I love the art of those times, and I do like going back and seeing those stories. I just don't have the nostalgia connected to it. Or, you know, I, I so wish... That's one of my greatest regrets that I have. I don't think I have a single Norman Osborn Spider-Man until he came back. You know, until they brought him back into yeah. the MCU. I mean, the uh, the Mar- into the comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I knew where you're going. Hey, you should you should go through mine. I'm sure I have several. And uh, since you you have my collection on hand right now, you should you should dig through there. I'm pretty sure there's some Spider-Man in there that has good old Norman, good old Normie. I I, I think it would be a fun casting. You know, I, I love it when people are like, I want to be a part of the MCU. I, I'm always curious as to you know do they do they sit at home and they're like okay. I need to call my agent. He needs to get in touch with Kevin Feige. And I want to play, you know, like that means that uh, for, for us that for nerds, comic book lovers, that's huge because that's people that we don't normally associate with our culture wanting a piece of it. Maybe it's just to earn a piece of the pie, you know, the billion dollar money machine that is the MCU. But even if that's it, it's really cool to see these uh, really good actors and actresses, uh, you know, wanting parts in the MCU and trying to find their niche where they feel their acting, you know, feels comfortable and stuff like that. I, I think it's fun. It's always good to see what what's around the next corner. So Ugh. what what character what you would you like to see on the big screen that's not currently in? And my... My vote would be a great writer gets a hold of the Sentry and does a great story about it. Marvel's Marvel's psychotic Superman, basically like the boys, uh, the Homelander. Yeah. Like if yeah. you split him into good Homelander and bad Homelander, the Sentry. Um, I'd like to see that tackled by a great director and great writer. Yeah. 
Uh, you know, for for me, the the first thing that comes to mind is something that's probably already in the works and will be very soon. So I'll I'll try to pick another one besides Miles Morales, which needs to be introduced into the MCU very soon because it'll just be awesome. Uh, character not in the MCU that I want to see in the MCU. Hmm. And, and I'm trying to think of somebody not huge because, you know, we all know the Fantastic Four are coming. The X-Men are coming. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll be here. Just just wait your turn. You know, somebody like a, a Dazzler that's that's your favorite or something oh, like that. Jesus. Why? Why would you say the Dazzler and then be like, oh, your favorite? Hey, like, uh, no, no, no. Yeah, there are some great Dazzler, X-Men man. stories the Dazzler was in. There's a great Juggernaut Dazzler story I, I, that I love. I'm going to go... Jubilee. No. Oh. <laughs> you, you just, you just, you're just out, out to, you know, crush anything. Um, that gum. I, uh, I can't think of anything. I like the big groups, you know. I, I like the Fantastic Four. I like them. You want Ghost Rider. That's what you want. It would be nice to see Ghost Rider. You know, um, I want... Here, here's what I want. Here's what I do want. I want to the MCU to ensure me that if you're making that big a deal and making sure contracts are correct for Charlie Cox to continue as daredevil, then I need John Barenthal to continue as Punisher. Amen. That's, that's what I need. Amen, brother. I need, Preach. I need to know that Jaren, John Barenthal is going to continue being the Punisher because that that's what I want to make sure is in MCU. He he would be awesome. Just Can you imagine? Pence. Just just for for giggles thinking about the Avengers standing around John Barenthal dressed as the Punisher. Like he would stand out like a sore thumb, and it would be awesome Pen- because he wouldn't care. Penske truck pulls up. John Barenthal steps out. Captain America beats the crap out of him. And he, and he wouldn't fight back because he loves that guy. Yeah. That's just mean. That's just mean, Cap. Oh, so so, dude. I have been uh, wasting some time. Uh, the other day, on I think Thursday night, I purchased because it was on sale on the PlayStation Store. I purchased Monster Hunter World, and uh, it came with the newest DLC, Iceborne. And I had a buddy that's playing, and he was like, you're going to love it. Fighting giant monsters, get giant swords. It feels very Japanese. It, it, you know, you're, you're going to like it. And then I get in. Um, as of about 11 o'clock today, when I hit my save file, I have 19 hours, 23 minutes, and 3 seconds time played. You're sick. But... I'm glad I get this opportunity because the movie Monster Hunter World has been delayed till April 2021. So while the delays may hurt some things, I'm like, sweet. Not only do I get to learn about the lore and everything through playing this game, there's a movie already on tap so that when I beat it, I'm standing around going, hey, where's this movie? Oh, it's right around the corner. Sweet. Uh, dude, it, 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 it truly is addictive. Um, fighting, I, I chose a great sword. So, uh, I'm running around with, uh, what essentially looks like a giant buster sword. Uh, I've already upgraded it several times, so it looks a little different, but 
it, it's just so much fun. The size of these monsters is just unreal. And in 4K HDR, it even looks so much better. I just freaking love it. I, I'm, I'm addicted to this game. It's got everything I love. Giant monsters, giant weapons, and it's a collecting game. I need you five of these, ten of these. Go kill 20 of these. You, you know me and my my love for wow this scratches that itch and i i love little quest things where while i'm on this main quest line there's all these little things that i can be doing and it keeps me busy and keeps me engaged in the game and i i seriously uh i went to play a little about 9 30 last night i was like hey i'm gonna go play for a couple hours i, I need to knock out a couple of quests uh, when I went to bed at 3.30 in the morning, <laughs> I was like, man, that, that time went by quickly. That time went by quickly. But, yeah, man, uh, I know it may not be your dig, uh, but anybody listening, Monster Hunter World, with the expansion on sale on the PlayStation Store, like $35 US. So, uh, not that bad a deal. Uh, and you get upgraded armor that uh, carries you through the entire main storyline. Um, they're, they're trying to get people to, to the you know D, new DLC stuff. So it's really nice if you buy it now. You, you don't have to worry about armor at all until you are up to the DLC. They basically give you OP armor. So, you know, uh, I, I know some of the originals may not be too happy about it, but, you know, I bought it when I bought it. It's cool. Nice. You should you should definitely play Ricky. It would be fun. It would be fun to see you on a game like that. It really would. I don't think we've ever done serious online gaming. I I think it would be fun to see how we interact in some serious online gaming. It would be. I would like it. It'd be interesting. I we think, could record it. I think you pulled me through some leveling up on WoW a couple of times, but it's been that was a long time ago. Oh yeah, that was a long time ago. That was that was back in the days of good old Jay Peterman ruling ruin wow. He was ruining it all. So so did you ever watch Umbrella Academy? I watched a few episodes, but I was unable to finish. I've been meaning to get back to it. And I know so, whew, I, I know that season two is about to happen. Yeah, season two, July thirty first, coming up quick. the The official trailer came out a few days ago, and it looks so good, so good. I am I'm very excited for this show. This was one that uh, I didn't watch it when it first first came out. It it it, it took a little. It, it went back in our queue. It wasn't up top, you know. Day one, let's watch this. I remember being excited about it, but. Uh, when, when we started watching it, like a week or two after it came out, I think we binged the entire thing in like two days. Absolutely incredible. Fun, fun story. You know, and, and, and as somebody that loves, uh, I, I don't know, I have this weird thing. I love the band My Chemical Romance, and the fact that this was written by Gerard Way makes me love it even more because there's times where I get the same feels from the show that you get listening to the the music 
and uh, you you can really tell that that's you know when you're like oh that's just me that's how Gerard expresses himself through stuff like this and uh, it, it's so good it's a great story I hope you finish it before season two comes out. I need to well here's the problem Transformers the sh- the series drops on the thirtieth so. <laughs> Well, you you need to uh, get on it with that season one. Mm-hmm. Get on mm-hmm. it. Finish it. Do it. Do it. Do, Do it. it. All right, my friend. That. Uh, do you have anything else this week? I'm tapped out, man. Think of anything else? Yeah. All right. All right. So uh, for uh, on social media, you can uh, find me on Instagram. That's really about where I'm most active, and I'm not even super active on that. Uh, but feel free to hit me up. I think I have where you can DM me and everything if you want. Uh, hit, shoot us an email, notsosoutherngentleman at gmail.com. Send us an email. We can both see that. Uh, we both have access to that email. So, you know, you send it to one. We can both see it and enjoy it and uh, read that and then probably discuss it the next episode because, you know, no, not we don't. It, 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 ain't, it ain't overflowing with uh, emails from, uh, you know, people listening and writing in or so do it or do it. you could give us or, a call and leave us a voicemail at 501-725-0181 at our voicemail hotline are you serious we have a voicemail hotline <laughs> totally new totally new thank you ricky we do what? that is all right that is our google so, voice number so, so put that in your phones anytime do it again, do it again. any it is One more time. 501 Seven two five zero one eight one. Anytime you have a thought or idea, just hit that and give us a shot. And and remember, our country code is one. So so if you're outside, you know we are one five zero one. Oh, that's awesome. That is so cool, Rick. All right, thanks for setting that up and doing that. Total surprise. Where where can they find you? You find if they, me. If they don't want to just leave you a voicemail. They can find me at Ricky Westbrook on Twitter. You can search Not So Southern Gentleman on Facebook. Yeah, do the, do the Facebook thing. It, it's always cool when I'm like, oh, somebody new liked us. Sweet. Who are they? All right. Got a new friend. So for Not So Southern Gentleman, I'm Sean. I'm Ricky. I'm sweating like crazy, dude. It's so hot in here. You're so Go have a good one. Thank you.